Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Rambling Runoff, a sports podcast. I am your host, Robert Rios, and with me, as always, digitally across my screen, Mr. Danny Tan. Danny Tan, tell the people what's up. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rambling Runoff podcast. <laughs> what's good, everybody? Were you trying to imitate me? Is that what you're trying yeah, to do there? That was exactly that's exactly what you did for the intro. I mean that's not exactly you, what I said, but close enough. And you criticized me for a low energy intro that one time. How dare you? Because I said tell the people what's popping and you said hi. I said what's up? Oh whatever. But yes, we have an excellent show for you today. You know it I, I kinda thought it was gonna be a slow week, but it wasn't a slow week. We just it was really hot this weekend, so it was kind of hard to think. What, what do you think about that, Danny? Yeah, our brains were sweating. It was uh, it was tough to do anything really at all. Yeah, I mean, like the only time I ever we I did do stuff or even like have fun- a functioning brain was like in the nighttime. Cause it was just it got so cold too. I was like, dude, what the hell? But then again, we did have lightning for no reason around here recently. Oh. Uh, yeah, we had random thunderstorms. Like, we're not in monsoon season. There's no monsoon season in LA County. Yes, yeah, there is. I, yeah, I know, right? But, but yeah, there there were sports. They were popping. We had the first week of the NFL. Um, we have some more college football going around. Uh, this past week, the UEFA Champions League just got underway. Ten, the U.S. Open of tennis is wrapped up. And then we got a little bit more other stuff to talk about. So yeah, um, I don't know. You want to just start, start the rambling a little bit? Uh, yeah. But first, how was your week, Robert? Ah, yes, of course. Thank you. Perfect subway. Um, yeah, it was a good week. Um, went out to a, a gig over the weekend. Uh, a friend of ours from high school. He uh, oh. first gig back. They performed at a house party of sorts. Oh. Do you want to shout out their band or? Uh, yeah. Can I leave them out. Tide Mines from Baldwin Park. Shout Tide out Mines, to, check them out. To the pianist, the the organ player, the key player, I should say. Man on the Luis. key, shout out. <laughs> Tide Mines, shout out Luis. <laughs> yeah, they had a good show. Um, I took my girlfriend. She had never really gone to any type of gig like that before, so she's kind of out of her element. <laughs> yeah, I saw your Instagram. It looked pretty cool. No, yeah, it looked. No, yeah, it was fun. We were having a good time just jamming out. I had to tell I had to tell Lynette, I'm like, I'm like, are, are you having fun? I had to check on her. I'm like, are you having a good time? Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, I, I knew a lot of people that liked this music, but I never it never caught my attention. And I I was saying it too, I'm like, I like this type of music, but I never hung out with these type of people. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different world going to those gigs and stuff. Oh. Yeah. And it was just like it was for Someone had just turned like 19 or something. So like, I guess they had like a lot of their younger friends there. So I was like, I don't know. Am I old or, or what are these young TikTok kids doing? You're no, these are not TikTok kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, these are leftover Vine kids. My bad, my bad. Oh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, we had a good time. What did we do? Um, I don't know. Oh, we went to Kane's. Kings was good. Ooh, raising Kings. Yeah, How raising Kings. It? it was excellent. They're now sponsored. They now sponsored the LA Galaxy. A hard sponsor, by the way. 
Well, I thought you were going to introduce our first sponsor of the podcast. Damn, I would have been pretty excited. Oh, well. If, if, I, the LA if, Galaxy, if, I, I if I did, if I did, he would have gotten a, a, a very hefty Venmo. <laughs> hey. Damn, that's some sketchy business to Venmo, my friend. Bet. But anyways, yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else we did. Because last time, you always ask me this question. For certain reason, I always leave out a detail. Like, a couple weeks ago, I went to a Galaxy game. I totally forgot to talk about that. And I don't know why. What the hell? It's a sports podcast. Why didn't you bring that up? Because I'm a dummy. Jesus. But yeah, um, what did you what did oh, you? Thanks for to? asking, Robert. Yeah, this week. Um, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, this week. Uh. Work, work, work. It's been pretty busy. This weekend was also hot. Um, um, I was able to go out to the driving range uh, twice this weekend, actually. Um, and I found out uh, I, I'm in a little bit of a rut. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about it too much, not letting my natural swing do its thing. But um, yeah, I, I'm getting back into it. I've found out through a little bit of practice that uh, I stand too close to the ball. The club is too tight into my waist. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, I tried some good food over the weekend um, and found a couple of new places that I want to try. Um, and just today, I had an Asian chicken salad from a new place around work, which is pretty good. And that's pretty exciting for my very mundane life. So, yeah. It's been a you good don't week. live a mundane life. You just do a lot of stuff. I sit as a at a desk as an engineer, and I walk the dogs on the weekend. That's that's pretty vanilla, if you ask me. Bro, I'm a bum. How much more is vanilla can you get? <laughs> no, see, being a bum is exciting because you never know where the next dollar is going to come from. I know where my next dollar is going to come from. It's going to come from that. California lottery, four hundred and fifty-seven million jackpot. I you were say, That's why I'm gonna be rolling in, buddy. Woo! I thought you were gonna say my next dollar coming from Coinstar when I turn in these quarters. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fool. Uh, that is that is Plan C. Plan C. Break the piggy bank. Do I do I got like I got a lot of cups. I got do I got I got do I got a lot of, some change in here. Oh, damn, okay, rolling into $25, not 25 cents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but enough of of our economic status. You want to get into the sports podcast portion of our show? Yes, sir. Let's start with NFL Week 1. Dun -dun -dun -dun. Dun -dun -dun -dun. Please don't get us copy striked. <laughs> oh, speaking of copy strike. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Upbeat.io, how dare you claim your royalty-free music? We use their music for the intro, no longer, also the outro, but they claimed our videos, even though we don't make any money, they advertise it as royalty-free, and we did not use the premium music that they have on there, and they claimed our videos anyway. How dare you? Just to be Upbeat. clear, it, it might have been the guy himself that message of that the company and they claimed it but chill bro and yes if, if everybody noticed i did use a new intro song today just i mean i was going to change it up anyway but i was a little shocked to see that but chill danny 
We're not trying to fight nobody. No. no, we have no sponsors. We have no one to lick boots with. So, um, up the aisle, you can go kick rocks, bro. All right, at least you said it nicely. But anyways, let me say it, me say it a little bit louder. No, kick oh. rocks. Damn it. Can we we haven't even. The show is already going off the rails more than last week. NFL week one. Dun, 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 dun. No. Oh, dun, 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 dun. All right, let's go. What do you got for me in store, Robert? Well, as you mentioned, NFL week one, there was a lot of good games this past week. Yes, sir. The Cowboys, first game, Saints, yeah, first game. Eagles, Raiders. <laughs> the first uh, game was last Thursday, which I had mentioned on our last show also, because as we were recording, kind of. Cowboys and the Bucks start off good. As I mentioned before, Brady looks solid. Dak Prescott looked like he hasn't missed the game because he was throwing dimes. He was playing really well. You know, for someone that missed the most all of last season, like he, he didn't miss a beat. So I'm I'm really happy that he was able to come back from his injury and and play well. Uh, same thing for Brady. I mean, Brady. I don't know how the hell he's been doing. He just he threw the two picks, but hey, they, they still came up back on top. Uh, I believe the score was 31-29. You know, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't say it was a back-and-forth competition. I, w- I would also say that the Buccaneers didn't flinch. You know, Brady, he went, he threw for 379 yards, four TDs. Dak, you know, I feel like he matched up well still, 42-58, 403 yards, three TDs. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, running back for the Dallas Cowboys, he first game back for him as well. He had 11 carries for 33 yards. Uh, not much for him to do. I mean, then again, Amari Cooper, he had 13 uh, receptions, 139 yards, and two TDs, which he helped them get the lead, kind of. But, dude, the, the Cowboys need to get a new kicker because, yeah, that, that cannot happen. Where he, I think he missed one or two. And one of those was was very crucial that I mean this well, look at the score, 31 29. Like if you wouldn't have missed those field goals, like they would not have been in this hole. And even though they still took the lead off of a field goal, but they should got those touchdowns also. Maybe anyway, they should get upbeat.io and they can kick rocks. Dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, good opening game. Uh just some other more um eye-opening things. Uh Trevor Lawrence, uh quarterback for the Jaguars played his first ever game and he lost his first ever game from high school to college which do you understand what i mean by that danny like he hadn't lost a game since high school how's that even possible that is insane and and for your debut game in the pros to be a loss that must have been pretty devastating and defeating but i mean that's how the pros roll yeah the the jags played away to the texans Texans defeated them 37 to 21. Uh, Texans had control most of the game. Uh, the, the in the first quarter, the score was already 14 nothing, then it was 13 7. I mean, like they already scored 13 going into the second. Jags got their first touchdown in the second quarter. They scored one touchdown in the second, third, and fourth quarter, but that was never going to be enough because the, the Texans just jumped out to a big lead in the beginning. And yeah, I mean, new coach, same bad Jaguars, I guess. And I don't know what, what else to tell you about the, the Jaguars. I mean, I'm only bringing them up because Trevor Lawrence, like I said, hasn't lost a game since high school. 
they, I mean, they, they got to do better. And what a way to do it. You know, your first official debut with your new team, the chemistry should be there. Um, and you get a pretty, you know, heavy handed defeat from, you know, kind of a mid, mid team um, in the league at, at this time. But I mean, well, the, Hopefully. the new coach, new quarterback, it, there's going to be bumps in the road. Even though Eric Meyer, he, he's won a lot. He won at Florida, went at Ohio State. He got a, 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 a winning college quarterback with Trevor Lawrence, which, by the way, he went 28 for 51 for 332 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I mean, on the other side of the ball, they had Mark Ingram for Houston, 26 carries, 85 yards, one TD. And Houston also had Brandon Cooks, who had five receptions for 132 yards. I mean, that's I'm, tough I'm to trying, Yeah, I'm trying to look up any defensive stats. And, I mean, I guess there's no defensive stats for the Jags because they didn't play no defense at all. So, huh. what, what else can I tell you about that game? Um, it's just a tough debut for a rookie. Yeah, and I might bring up we, we, we might bring up Urban Meyer once again later on in the show. Uh, but just to highlight one other thing like can can urban meyer lead this team you know he, he coached mostly in college which sometimes isn't always a good transition as in there's a lot more older and mature men unlike in college where there's probably going to be a few mature guys but you're most likely working with young kids essentially who majority will not be playing in NFL and you know you, you got to kind of mentally um not prepare but mentally connect yourself with them in order to connect with them on a on a higher level to play well and in this case like I know like there there are players that are like and this always happens anyway players that resent the head coach for trying to implement something new or something that they think is you know, like below them. You get what I'm saying, Danny? Like, like yeah, we, we don't need we don't need this. Yeah, we, like we training drills that would work really well for a college team because they're young, they're hungry, they got to do what you say anyway. Won't necessarily yeah. translate to an NFL team. Yeah, grown ass men um, doing whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, they the Jags were already in hot water because apparently they they wanted all the players to get vaccinated, and that that's what was leading up to practice players or you know like what's like a nice way to like like what would you call players that are on the team but they're not like i want to say no name i'm not trying to belittle them but like it's history like yeah like lower tier players that you know they, they this is what they like doing they like playing football like they're not gonna get their name on they're not gonna be shouted out on nfl network sports center anytime soon but like this is the job this is their life and i guess the the NFLPA, the Players Association, were like, whoa, 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 you can't just be cutting players just based off of their vaccination status. But I digress. That's just one of the other issues that Urban Meyer has already been for having trouble with. So, so yeah, sorry if you guys heard any background music on my end. But, yeah. No, I, um, I think they heard me bumping into the mic. Oh. <laughs> sorry, I had, a, I had a tab open. I think he started playing an ad for some reason. But, yeah. Um, Another good game over the weekend. Well, well, it was supposed to be a good game. The womp, Saints. Womp, womp. Yeah, exactly. Womp, womp, womp. The Saints beat the Pack. And 
astounding fashion. I believe the, the score was 38 to 3. I mean, I guess that's bittersweet for you, Robert. I mean, loving the Saints, but um, Aaron Rodgers as a, a veteran coming back to the, the team that he took so long to decide whether he'd stay with or not. Um, it's handed a pretty devastating, humiliating defeat. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Like, what it was, too, is like, how do I explain this? Like, yeah, I mean, you, you said the first part, like, he, he might not come back, but it's like, dude, I mean, was he right that this team was not going to ever compete, that the team needs more? I mean, I, I guess so, because, like, I mean, he Rodgers didn't play well himself. Let's be honest about that. He, he didn't, he, 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 I don't know, I, he didn't throw anything. He, like, whenever you don't do a, your job, like, you didn't do it. So it's not like he tried. You know what I mean? Like, there's no try in the pro level. Yeah. I mean, it. it's one of those things, too, where I think Aaron Rodgers, as a veteran, knows the team isn't where it should be for where he wants it to be. Um, wanted to go somewhere else. Maybe he didn't have as many choices as he thought. Or retire. Um, or retire. Maybe his golf game's not that good. So he didn't <laughs> want to retire right away. You know, but... uh. He'll find a yeah, celebrity I, golf game somewhere. Yeah. Th this might be one of those situations where he resigned saying, I'll wait a year. Maybe management and stuff will get their act together and we'll get a better team next year. And this is just a wash year for him. But um, this game is not proving otherwise. It seems like that's what this year is setting up for, for Aaron Rodgers. But um, I guess you're happy that the Saints won, right, Robert? No, yeah, of course. I mean, yo. It's the Huda Nation all day, baby. Like we, I mean, yeah, honestly, man. I didn't think we were gonna win this game just due to the fact that we're we're missing a lot of key players. Either do they injury or they retired or they left or you know like some other BS thing? But hey, kudos to them. They stuck it to them. Yo, I mean, I mean, I got kind of shut up by my own team, Jameis Winston. Four touchdowns. Shout out, Winston. No interceptions, which is what he's known for. So, what the hell do I know? But then again, after after that game, I was like, hmm, I guess it does make sense for him to, to start. Oh, excuse me, five TD passes. That, was, that ties his career high. And what I mean by I ate my own words is that, you know, he, he's used to throwing a lot of picks, but I never thought I never thought about it this way. The Saints are a very compact, compact and schedule-like team. Do you understand what I'm saying about that? What I mean by that is you're the quarterback, you're the receiver, you're the running back, you're the blocker, you're the lineman. This is your job, and you got to do it. Like everybody has their position. Everyone, has, everyone knows what they're going to do to be successful. Like, no one's going to, you're not, like, you're not going to be the guy. Like, it's not, like, like unlike Green Bay, where they have Aaron Rodgers, like, all right, Aaron Rodgers, you're the guy. You're going to lead us. Like, before we had Drew Brees, but Drew Brees was still, he was a leader in the team, but he still did his job. Same, like, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, they all do their job. They don't complain that they're, oh, why don't I get the ball? No, you're going to get the ball. And when you get the ball, you're going to do good. Cause that's what we made. That's how this team is set up. Like a couple of years ago, the Saints had Adrian Peterson, 
And Adrian Peterson, literally like the second or third game into the season, was already seen yelling at Sean Payne, the head coach, like, hey, man, I didn't come here to run on third down. Like, he wants the ball. Like, he got so used to being at Minnesota getting the ball all the time. They're like, dude, we're not giving you the ball right now. Like, that's not part of the plan. But he wanted the ball. He wanted all. He wanted to be an all-down back, basically. But, yo, the Saints, man, they came out swinging. I don't think the Packers made it into the red zone until maybe the third or fourth quarter, second quarter maybe. But yeah, they, they held them down really well. Uh, I mean, the last time a team got mollywhopped by the Saints, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. So, once again, what the hell do I know? It could be one of those indicators, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers is trying to bet on that luck. You know, he knows superstition as a veteran. He's, he can see where the team can go. So maybe he'll use the Saints as a jumping off point. One loss leads to a Super Bowl victory. Who knows? We'll see. No, yeah, maybe. Um, I saw on another show, uh, they were asking him, but he's like, yeah, like the same thing that I said that. Yeah, they told me the last time they're trying to make me feel better. The last time that a team lost the Saints really bad, they won the Super Bowl. I don't know how that's supposed to help me, but uh, <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> funny. And then um, I also saw like through the socials, people were saying that he 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 gave up on purpose, like he played bad on purpose. I'm like, do I highly doubt that? Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe he's playing into that superstition. No, I don't know, man. Because why would you want to play bad? You get paid either way. No, yeah, I know, but like, I don't know. It just doesn't make no sense to me. Like, you would wanna, yeah, as a motivated athlete, as someone who is part of a a team, part of a dynamic, part of a system. Yeah, why would you intentionally put the players around you and the system around you? Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, bro. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to find. Why don't I have this up? Before? I want to see Rogers' stats from his last game. Because, yeah, he, it was just, it's uncharacteristic that they will lose by this large of a margin. You get me? Yeah, sure. Because there's no way, like, like, how would you? Aaron Rodgers, as a veteran, is a fighter. Even when Packers are down, he's the type of player, type athlete who continues to push each down to try to score. Yeah. No matter if it's going to be a win or loss, it's practice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here we go. Uh, he went 15 for 28 for 133 yards, and he averaged 4.8 passes or completions, as they say. He threw two picks. One of them was really bad. He, like, overthrew the receiver. I'm like, dude, what the hell? And once again, on, on Jameis Winston's side, 14 of 20, 148 yards. He averaged 7.4 for five TDs. His QBR is at 92.5 compared to Rodgers at 13.4. I mean, we just started the season, but look look at the numbers. 15 of 28, and that's just pure passing for the for the Packers. And Winston, 14 of 20. His completion rate is going to look good, of course, because, well, not that they weren't trying to pass the ball all the time. He passed the ball when the coach tells him to pass the ball. So you get what I'm saying? Like, it's a very functional system that has helped the Saints get success. But hopefully... With Winston at the home, they could, you know, drive that ship home finally. Yeah, I get it. A rigid system for the Saints hasn't worked to great success. 
Um, occasionally it does, but uh, hopefully with the system, with the right players, uh, they find success with this very structured system where everyone has a role to play. Yeah. Um, another team that just got spanked were the Falcons. They got whooped. The Eagles killed the Falcons 32 to 6. Jalen Hurts for the Philadelphia Eagles went for 264 yards, three TDs, and he rushed for 62 yards. I got nothing else much to say about this game. Just the fact that the Falcons just, ever since their loss to the, to the Pats, where they blew that 28-3 lead, they just fell off so, so hard. How is that even possible? Like, I don't understand. Like, did you did you watch that Super Bowl, right, Dan? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. One of the slowest Super Bowls I've ever, ever seen. Well, it was slow because the score was 28 to 3 at halftime. Yeah. So boring. And then look what happened. They came back, and I know, I do remember that Super Bowl. That, that overtime was very anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. It felt at the half. I forgot why I was watching, and I forgot it was the Super Bowl. I was like, why am I watching football? I could be doing something else. <laughs> but speaking of birds getting spanked, the Raiders won in overtime against the Ravens. Did you happen to watch that game, Danny? I watched some of it. I watched towards the end. I didn't get to see the ending. No, I did not. But congratulations to the Raiders, Raider Nation. Oh, yeah. The Raiders uh, finally were able to play in a, a packed regular season game at the new stadium in Vegas. And yeah, that game went into overtime. I mean, I from what I saw, it was a pretty big deal considering I think the Ravens were the overall favorite. I know David Carr, he hasn't had a a good good last. He didn't have a good season last year, you know, with new head coach. Um, but hey, they have the game winning thirty one yard pass to to Jones and OT, and that's what got them the dub. I know there was the, the photo of um, Lamar Jackson just all depressed on the sideline. Like, <laughs> <laughs> went too many mistakes for the young man. Um, you know, I, I talk with people. I, I believe Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback, but I think with this game, it looks like he's starting to fall off maybe. But how? How are you going to fall off, you know? Yeah, Lamar Jackson, 19 of 30, 235 yards for one touchdown. Well, well, I mean, I mean, it could also be a sign of the the Raiders' defense. Maybe just pressuring younger quarterback too much. No, yeah, I think so too. I, and I don't know. I, I don't know because Jackson won MVP. He, I think he's had one playoff win, but he just can't get over the hump. But I mean, yeah. Go Raiders, I guess. <laughs> Raider Nation. Raider Nation does not care what city they are in, what they call as home. It's just Raiders only. That's how it's always been. Just win, baby. Yep. Speaking I'm, of winning. Well, what else is there? The UFA Championship League. Oh, my gosh. This is a terrible transition. 30. And don't try to skip over my question that I wrote down here specifically. Danny, are you going to be watching more NFL? Yes, I'll on? watch more NFL. 
Yes. I that sounds like a pretty I, yes. I don't have any teams to look out for. Um personally, like I'm not personally invested in any teams, but I will watch more NFL because I think that this season is building to a very dynamic playoff and a very dynamic Super Bowl. Um, I feel like last year's Super Bowl was a bit lackluster. Um, so it always comes in waves. And I think this is going to be a, a peak or uh, you know, the top of the amplitude of the wave for the NFL. So, yeah, I'm wrapping myself up for it. Uh, I'm trying to get personally invested, and we'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll have a, a favorite team by the end of the, this year. We'll see. It better not be the Cowboys. No, it'll be a random team like the, the Mississippi Lampshades or something. I don't know. Stupid. <laughs> I'll start looking up the scores. You're on a sports podcast now. You got to. No, I'll just go with my heart. I don't need ESPN. I don't need Google. I know Tom Brady threw out at least one touchdown. That's all I need. You're going to see that one <laughs> day, and he's going to come out because he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to go scoreless, for like un, unprecedented games. He'll, he'll go scoreless. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, we're looking forward to a, a good NFL season. Uh, hopefully, we get a podium show out about the NFL soon. Maybe halfway through the season? How does that sound, Danny? Yeah. Maybe by then, I'll be good enough at watching football and keeping up with the sport where I'll be the one on the podium show. There you go. But yeah, I'm looking forward to more, some more NFL this year. Now we can move on to the other type of football. That's how you transition. Yeah, yeah, but you called your transition out. Yeah, I don't care. Speaking of football... The UFA Championship League UEFA. is just started. Hey, you say UFA, I say UFA, we say LUFA. You know? Yes, the UEFA Champions League just went underway. And I just hit my mic. Sorry about that. Um, just started. It went away this to week. move the mic. Robin? He said, just sorry, I hit the mic, and you dragged it across the desk. Bruh. How did I readjust it? I need, I need to get my, a mic stand, like, to hang. So it's not, like, yeah. in front of me. But anyways. Yeah, well, yeah. once this podcast makes some money. Yeah. Yeah, for shooting sure. for the stars there, friend. <laughs> but yeah, UEFA Champions League just went out of the way. They, had, they, they played Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, man, dude, there was a lot of good games, bro. A lot, a lot of good games. Those young boys. I know, young boys. They, uh, yeah, they played that first game against Man United. Man United with Cristiano Ronaldo now. The, the games, Ronaldo. they started out a little slow. There wasn't a lot of goals, but hey, towards the end, they were bumping and pumping. Man U... Those hand, that handsome, handsome, handsome man and those young boys were bumping and pumping. <laughs> yeah, um, Man U... <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Man U got, to, to, got, got out to the lead first in the 13th minute with the Ronaldo goal, which I would say is a Sapo goal because... Ronaldo tried making the goalie. Well, he made the goalie, but it went under his legs. It clipped under his thigh, and it spun in barely. And after that, it took a little while. But then uh, Manu ended up going down a man after a very careless, reckless challenge by, uh, I think his last name, Saka. He, he just, like, dude, he, like, stabbed 
stabbed this dude in the leg with his cleat. I mean, I know he didn't know on purpose, but it's, you know, non-contact sport. He just cleated the guy's leg, and that was an automatic red. And that was where, where the trouble started, because then young boys got one back. And then in the 90th minute at the death, Danny, do you know what happened? Young boys find the back of the net. Yo, yo USA, man. P-Folk. Yeah, the man you was trying Not to clear all. the ball from the back. They're trying to play out from the back. The ball squirts loose, lands to the feet of P Folk, and he puts it in the back of the net for the game winner. Now, that is and the young set. boys. Yeah, young boys. I think they're from Sweden, Ukraine. I think the young boys had to pump and dump Ronaldo and that handsome man. God. Yeah, I'm. I've, I mean, I've heard of Young Boys, but I'm not too familiar with them, if I'm being honest. They might be from Belgium, actually. I'm not sure. But yeah. If you told me the Young Boys were a soccer team, you I would have like, told you, you're lying to me. You're making it up. You're trying to make me look like a fool. But <laughs> you know what? The Young Boys are strong enough to beat Ronaldo. So. Yeah, there you go. That's what I said. Shout Man- out, people. Man U gets upset in the first game by Young Boys. You get it? Because they're man and then there's Young Boy? No? Okay. <laughs> Man, you get slipped by young boys. <laughs> Bruh. Anyways, an- another good game. Well, it was po- another good game that was supposed to be a good game, which is not a good game, was uh, Barcelona played Bayern Munich and a very anticlimactic game. The final score was Bayern 3, Barcelona 0. Robert Lewandowski. Leading the team with two goals. He had a goal in the 56th minute and the 85th minute. I believe uh, Mueller had the first goal in the 34th minute. Yeah, I'm right. 34. But yeah, yo, everybody thought this was going to be a good game just by name, which usually that's what I would say. And that's what I was believing. But no, they Barca just laid an egg in this first matchup. They never stood a chance. Never stood a chance. I know there's like Damn. photos of the Barcelona players on the bench. Just like, dude, like two years ago, we were really good. <laughs> Remembering two years ago. When we had Messi. Hey, remember that time we had Messi and we were we were like decent? Not even really good. Screw that. You guys were decent two years ago. Like you guys started plummeting even with Messi. That's how bad this team has been. And now look at them. I'm looking at the table right now, Danny. And guess who's in? There's four, only four teams in Group E. Do you want to know who's in last place? Uh, I'd have to guess Bar- Barcelona. Yes, they're in last place with no points. Uh, Bayern has three. Benfica and Dynamo Kiev both ended ended in a, in a draw, so they both went away with one one point apiece. But yeah, I mean, that was a very anti. That was a game that was on Univision, by the way, and they're only showing one game. Because CBS slash Paramount like, a little stingy with the games because you gotta they want you to go on Paramount Plus. They want you to go on there. Oh, gosh. But what I say to that is no siree, Bob. Because on the CBS Sports Network, they basically have NFL Red Zone, but for soccer. It's called the Golasso Zone with uh, Nico Canto and this other guy, Freddie something. Dude, I liked it. I was like, dude, I can just watch all the highlights here. I don't have to be like channel jumping how i usually did when they were on other channels you feel me 
Yeah. Hey, hey, this is not an ad for CVS. Um, no, of maybe course not. No, I just really enjoyed the programming. Maybe the show one day will ask for a promotion, but for now, hashtag not ad, hashtag no sponsors. Hey, I, I really enjoyed it because I got to see everything. Um, shout, out, good, shout out to them. I'm trying to see. Another good game that caught my attention the first day, uh, Chelsea versus uh, Zent. Oh, I forgot where they're from. Damn it. But anyways... <laughs> Chelsea uh getting away with that one goal one goal victory a goal by Romelu Lukaku who returns to the EPL from his stint at Inter Milan no longer rivaling with Slatan Ibrahimovic in Serie A in Italy but yeah um there was some nil nil games there was a uh, Leo and Wolfsburg I believe they ended in a draw I believe this is Leo. I want to double check. Hold on. We need to get the rambling runoff team to uh, double check some of this stuff. You know? You feel me, Danny? Do you ever feel like that? Yeah. The research team really slacking these days. Yeah, I know, right? Like, who, who, who's the research team? They deserve to be fired. Specifically you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Cut to the live video of Robert typing away and looking up scores. <laughs> I have all the scores. I just have a lot of tabs open. I'm just like, bro, I need to like organize this better. That's why I used to write my notes. Yeah, you know, and then, you know what we need? We need the podcast to get sponsors, so that you can buy a second screen and have less tabs and have tabs on both sides. I oh yeah, it is Leo. I am right. Ha, huh. I'm right ninety five percent of the time. <laughs> the other five percent, I just look dumb. <laughs> I think that's reversed. Bruh. But anyways, um, that was the first day. Dang, were you able to catch any of these games or you're like, no, nah, I don't watch that crap? I was not able to catch any of those games. Uh, yeah, this weekend, I was just not too motivated to watch sports, but I was motivated to try and play sports. I was even tempted to go out to do a golf tea time. Because, uh, I don't know, I've got a, a golf bug right now. But I know that's going to transition to a new obsession. But we'll see if it's either NFL, soccer, or if I can hold off until NBA comes back. And uh, we hop into a new, fresh league where players are all jumbled around into super teams. Bruh. But yes, I mean, that's good that you, you found a liking to tennis. Something new. Golf. I mean, at least it wasn't like Lionel Messi who went to go try something new and got smacked in the face by a no-name team. I shouldn't say no-name team. Club Bruges actually gave it to Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe on the Wednesday slate of games, ending in a 1-1 draw. Danny, just to let you know, it's like if the Miami Heat with LeBron, Chris Bosh. The big three. Yeah, yeah, the big three. And Dwayne Wade Dwayne went Wade. up against... I don't know. A no-name... Let me see. Who was like a no-name yeah. team at that time? Let's, let's say at the time, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, let's uh, say they were they playing like a Rubin. crappy Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. And they had a very young unibrow. That's how... This is, that's, this is how that game went. It was very yeah. anticlimactic, but not... But for only PSG. Club Rouge, yeah, good mean, job. You guys came out with one point at home. Against a really, really good team on paper. Yeah, PSG, you know, they're stacked with stars. They should be 
destroying teams left and right. I mean, you should have ran these guys over, but no, the Bruges held on. I believe PSG got the lead first, and Bruges was able to get one back. And that was the game mostly. There was nothing else happened after. They just held on for dear life. Uh, Mbappe was subbed off. He picked up a knock, which I think is going to be okay, though. But, dude, Wednesday, they're, dude, they were popping off. Look, dude, these score lines, though. Man- Manchester City, 6-3 against RB Leipzig. Who, oh, man, so I feel bad for them. Leipzig just kept... Okay, or th- this is the Red Bull team, by the way. Um, They were... Dude, they tried so hard. Even their coach was like, dude, I don't think we're... They've only won one game in league. They're like, they're, even their head coach is like, I don't think we're ready for this. And yeah, he was right. They weren't. They played well, except that they played against a really good team. Like, there's no way you're going to win when every time you score, the other team scores. Like, it was a shootout, but it wasn't competitive. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it's like when you're at a kid's party and one of your uncles jumps into the low game and just, like, destroys the little six-year-olds. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it was a little kid. It was more like your grumpy nephew who's, like, 12 years old who, who knows how to make three-pointers when you're not looking. Yeah. And that's basically what happened, like, they would make one, and then they would just get destroyed right after. Even though one of these goals was an own goal, and the guy that I think the guy that even scored the own goal is the guy that helped score these two two of the goals, I believe. Or no, I think he had a hat trick. Someone had, dude. This whole game was nuts. Like it made no it's crazy. You had a hat trick against. I believe a Man so. U? That's wild. No, Man City. Sir. Oh, don't, yo, bro, you're trying to make oh, some enemies. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. It was. Uh, oh, my bad. My bad. I miss her. Nunku. Oh, 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 and just it went from bad to worse. I do remember they had this guy in one goal back, and then they went down a man. So you lose the six to three. You finish the game with 10 men, and one of your guys gets a hat trick. That makes no damn sense. Damn. That makes no sense. Okay, it wasn't the same guy that scored the hat trick, but yeah, it was just. Oh, now I remember correctly. The dude that made the own goal, it was so awkward. Uh, Man Man City crossed the ball in. I don't know what he was trying to... I think he was trying to... He was trying to hit the ball with his head to the goalie. Because when, when you're the defender, you can't pass the ball back to your goalie. And he can't... He could kick the ball with his feet, but he can't pick up the ball with his hands. Yeah. You can only yeah, do that... Box. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, in general, you, you, could, you could pass the ball... The only way the goalie could pick up the ball with his hands from a pass back from his own teammate is if he hits it off his chest or his head and which is what he tried to do with his head but instead of hitting it very slightly with his head or even hitting it with his foot he hits it with his head in an awkward direction to the goalie where he couldn't get it and he went into the back of the net damn it was like bro what were you doing and then yeah at, at some point RB Leipzig did get the goals at the 40, 42nd 51 and the 73rd by Nunku if I said that correctly, but no, yeah. Every time they scored one, Man City just had in the, had was able to counter back. I was like, bro, so much for an epic comeback. Uh, another good game that you missed out on, Danny, was Man City. No, excuse me, not Man City. I'm I'm still on the Man City train. Yeah. It was Liverpool and AC Milan. There you go. That's what I was trying to get out of my mouth. Ooh. Liverpool jumped out in the lead in the ninth. Oh, what was the own goal? The own goal in the ninth minute to get it started. And then it went downhill. Uh, 
Liverpool, they were given a penalty where Mo Salah went up to take it. I believe he was 3 of 4 or 4 for 4 in his last penalty kicks. And guess what happened, Danny? Choke. Kind of, yes. I hate it when the commentators say this, that they say the player missed it. No, the goalie stopped it. Stopped the pen. And it was it, the game kind of slowed down in AC Milan's favor. Because also, Mo Salah had a second chance to tie it, to take the lead. That shot also got blocked. And in the 42nd minute, in transition, AC Milan get a goal. And it's like, oh, damn. And then Liverpool, same thing, had possession, cough up the ball. And the same thing again, in transition, in a fast break, AC Milan get the second goal up 2-1 to one in the 44th minute. In the span of two minutes, they scored two goals. Well, they broke down the defense with fast breaks. Yeah, dude. Like, it was insane. Like, I was on the phone with a friend of mine at the time. I was like, I was like oh, my gosh. And like, what happened? I was like, I don't know what's going on. This this whole game just went upside down its head. And my friend was like, <laughs> I thought you said these games were boring. Well, it was boring. And so these guys just, I don't know, they just got their head out of their asses and just scored two goals in like two minutes. But this game was not over, Danny. No, sir. Mo Salah finally got it together in the second half, in the 49th minute. Gets the equalizer. And you thought, okay, this game might have a game winner in it. And yes, it did. I believe it was Jordan, Jordy Henderson, I believe that's how you say his name. Gets the game winner in the 69th minute. Haha, <laughs> 69, bro. <laughs> 420, baby. <laughs> but yeah, Liverpool, somehow, some way, you know, they almost gave up the win in their house. But, hey, kudos to them. They pulled it together and they were able to get the win. I mean, what would you have thought if you were watching this game? Like, you're, t- you're winning 1-0. You go down. Oh, yeah, Jordan Henderson. He gets the game winner in the 69th minute. Let's say I am right. How would you feel if you were the home team and you went down 2-1 in like two minutes? I would feel pretty freaking bad. At home, too. You know, if you're 1-0, all of a sudden you go, you go down to, it's like, I mean, especially for soccer, uh, it's like you're drowning, you know, all of a sudden. Um, and yeah, back-to-back, two minutes between each goal, I'd be pretty stashed. My, down in the my dumps. Spirit, yeah, my morale would be pretty, pretty down. Yeah. But good on them. Mo Salah was able to finally get that goal penalty that he failed on. Jordan Henderson came in clutch. Liverpool back on top for now. Uh, there was also another game that just made no damn sense. Uh, Ajax and Sporting CP. Ajax from the Netherlands. Uh, Sporting CP from uh, Portugal. 5-1 to one scoreline. I'm not even going into detail. Just five to one. Like, bro, what the hell? And just for y'all Los Blancos fans, Real Madrid defeated Inter Milan 1-0, which I believe was a last-minute goal. Yeah, in the 89th minute. 
Rodrigo scored in the 89th minute. I mean, man, this Real Madrid team, man. This is don't they don't know when to quit. Like, not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, like you guys have no star players. You guys shouldn't even be here, honestly. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm just over Real Madrid, I guess. But uh, the last thing I would like to point out, there's a team in UEFA Champions League right now, never been in the tournament. And they're from, I don't know, I guess they're just called Sheriff. I don't know where they're from. Jamaica. No, they're not from Jamaica. It's called U- U- UEFA Danny. Anyways, it's Sheriff get the two new victory in their Champions League debut. They beat Shakhtar in the early morning game here on the stateside. Hey, oh, good for them. I mean, would you be nervous if you were a new team playing in the Champions League, Danny? If I was a debuting team playing in you know, one of the most highly held leagues in the name of football, uh, yeah, I'd be nervous. I'd be shaking out my boots. Uh, every play, every missed opportunity, every break in defense, you know, my stomach would drop to my knees, my ankles. Yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty freaking nervous. But congrats to them winning in their debut, unlike the Jaguars and Terrence Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, I'm sorry. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, not Terrence Lawrence. But I don't even Trevor know where this... A city located in the unrecognized Prinestorvian Moldavian Republic. I've literally never heard of this. I'm not really sure. They're from the worst of oh, force in the Moldavian National Division. Where is that from? I don't even know. Where are you making Can up we all get... these words from? I don't know. I'm, I'm not like, making up no words. I'm looking them up on the internets. Where is this team from? Do I have no idea where this city is located? Are you guys a real team? Is this like a Bishop Sycamore? I hope not. Nah, just kidding. But yeah, good on them. I, I believe they're one that of That is messed up. What? How what? dare you? What? How dare you slander any name with Bishop Sycamore? <laughs> Dude, I've literally never heard... I've never heard of this team. But yeah, good on them. we say it was good? They're called FC Sheriff Tyrus Bowl. Okay, I, continue. I, I'll get back to you. Okay, thank you. But yeah, um, I feel like these first... for This Champions League has gone off with a bang. Uh, I'm glad I was able to watch that. I was able to watch it. Guess what on Danny? The Golasso Zone, once again, I, mean, I know I mentioned earlier, but yeah, like I want to talk about it again. Like it was so cool because I, I didn't have to change the channel. I could just watch the highlights as they happen. And also, I, I tweeted Nico Canto, who was one of the hosts. I told him this is a great program. And he said, thank you. Oh, getting recognized. So FC Sheriff is from the country of Moldova which is in Eastern Europe. It is east of Romania, stuck between Romania and Ukraine for your you geography nerds. And it touches 
the Black Sea. No, ah. it doesn't. Just kidding. It's <laughs> it's uh, pinned between Ukraine um, before it hits the Black Sea. Awesome. Yeah, um, hopefully they go far. Um, like I said, I don't know much about them because they're brand new to me as much as they're brand new to you. I just hope that, you know, they're not just a, a one-trick pony. Like, all right, you guys played a, a decent team. Yeah. Let me see who you guys Hopefully, played. they were founded in 1997, so it's a 24-year-old team. It's actually, pretty young for, it's actually a pretty young soccer team. Yeah, I mean, but for going into the UEFA League um, and winning their debut game, congratulations to them. Well, wait, wait, when is this? When is the second their second, second game in the UEFA League is against Real Tuesday. Madrid on yeah. Tuesday the 28th <laughs> at 12 real, p.m. There you go. That's some real competition right there. And at the Bernabeu. So we're going to see what this team is made of. That's going to be a good game. I want to see that one. I'm mean, making sure yeah. to watch. Yeah. The maybe, maybe we'll watch together. We'll see. Maybe we will. It's at 12 p.m. But... On a Tuesday. I will not be watching. <laughs> I'll be at work. <laughs> Here, I'll send you the highlights. Don't trip. <laughs> hey, uh, in a funny turn of events, they'll be circling back, um, going backwards after they face Inter Milan on October 19th. They will go backwards, face Inter Milan again on November 3rd, and then Real Madrid on the 24th of November, and then Shakhtar again on December 7th. So the sh- FC Sheriffs are really getting a feel for these teams um, in their group. Uh, and hopefully they'll, with a good win against uh, Shakhtar, they'll keep it when they rematch them again, and it prefers them for a room Madrid. There you go. Your soccer analysis of the day from Danny Tan. Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, um, a lot. This week in the warm-up. Oh, okay. Sorry, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to make the harshest transition so you can't recover from it. It is hard to recover because I don't know when it's coming because, you know, I'm looking at my notes. Yep. But this week in the warm-up, we have a promotion. The U.S. Open of tennis moves from the rundown to the warm-up. Robert, would you like to commentate well, on I mean, your you pick to, for the women's final? I mean, you didn't have to say that, but, I mean, there is no pick. It already happened. We're talking about Willis. Your pick from last week. Oh, I thought the yeah. Fernandez chick was going to win. Happened to your pick from last? I don't know. I, apparently, there was this other girl that I didn't know anything about. But yes, the U.S. Open of tennis just wrapped up this past weekend, and it was not won by Lila Fernandez. It was won by Emma Randukanu, who becomes the first first British woman to win a Grand Slam title since Virginia Wade in 1977. The 18-year-old Brit took out the Canadian teenager, Leila Fernandez, in straight sets 6-4, 6-3, in the time of 1 hour and 51 minutes. I don't understand a half of that. If you could explain some of that to me, Danny, I would really appreciate it because I know you used to play tennis. Hello? Hello? Are you there, bud? Oh, it's on. I'm having a little bit of connection issues, but I heard that last bit. 
yeah, so um, they won. She won two straight sets. Best two sets to win. Sir, you're sounding like a robot now. Uh oh. Well. Uh oh. Uh, the takeaway is I'm not going to explain how tennis works to you, but every set point is divided into who can get above 40 first, uh, and every point point quote unquote is awarded by increments of 15, then 30, then 40, and then you win if you're able to uh, score after that. Okay, luckily your yeah, audio... I mean, that's a dominating audio. win. No, I, I, so she got, she got... So Fernandez got wrecked. Yeah, basically. Bruh. In a pretty quick game, in an hour and 51 minutes. Yeah, because I, I, I put in tennis in here, not because I, I know a lot of tennis, but only because I started watching the tennis the semis the other day and I was a little bit confused. I'm like, this is nothing like Wii Sports Tennis. I was like so confused. <laughs> yeah, you kept pressing A and B and nothing happened, huh? <laughs> Trying to throw a serve and nothing happens. Basically. Like, That's the wrong remote, Robert. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I had my PS4 controller in my hand. But yeah, um, uh. good on for Reducano. You know, I I know she was another upstart person that people were looking at. I think Fernandez was getting more, what would you say, more publicity just because she was beating a lot more notable people. Because she's the one that beat Osaka. So if you could beat her, you could beat almost anybody. But hey, we saw t- we saw the other day that hey, you could be on top all you want, but hey, there's always the next person. But then again, I have been saying this this whole time that with a lot of the top stars out of the tournament, we did see a lot of new faces, and this is probably the next bright future of tennis. Because, you know, I feel like tennis has been held down by like the same people for so long, but yeah. now we're starting to see the progression of the next, the next generation of tennis players. Yeah, Serena, the Williams sisters, Serena and Venus, have held down uh, women's tennis for a long time. Um, Naomi Osaka, a recent superstar in the yeah, tennis Yeah, she's world. still fresh. Now uh, we got more new blood, yeah. which is good. Yeah, exactly. And not just in the women's, but in the men's, we have... Another upset. A new champion as well. Another yep. other upset. Another young man. Do you want to talk about that, Robert? Then... You just want me to say his name incorrectly. Daniel... <laughs> yeah. Mendevev. Mende... Men, men, Medvedev wins his first major title, beating and denying Novak Djokovic a victory that would have given him the first calendar year Grand Slam in the men's tennis since 1969. So, Mr. Medvedev. Beat the number one ranked player in the world, 6'4, six, 6'4, four, six, four, and 6'4 once again. Is that a big and deal? Is that if you beat the number one ranked player in the world? Yeah, I mean, 6'4 is, you know, I think it's typical tennis. You lose a couple sets and it turns over. Um, but winning pretty dominantly in each one is huge, 
especially beating DJ Novak, who was already angry after his elimination in the Olympics. Um, he was trying to come back with a vengeance, and Daniel yeah, Medvedev, yeah, he he upset him. Um, so this may be an inversion point in tennis, where not only are these superstars still trying their hardest, but these younger players are showing that you know the game is slightly changing. If you can't keep up, then maybe it's time to find a different sport. Okay, Novak Djokovic is not going to go find a different sport. What the hell yeah. are you talking about, dude? You're... Maybe maybe it's time to move to table tennis. Oh, shut the hell up. Oh, table tennis, my ass. <laughs> but anyways, I would but just like to also add... Novak... Go ahead. Uh, I would just like to also add that I, I, I did note here that he was making a lot of mistakes. Like, he was letting this guy win. Not on purpose, either. I mean, of course, he didn't just open the door for him and to let him walk over him, but he was letting this guy just, he was giving him the win, essentially. Yeah, I mean, all that said, you know, DJ Novak after, you know, trashing Simone Biles for taking a break from mental health, could have used a mental health break to refocus his pay. Okay. We lost you there for a second, but I, I think we got you. Yeah, you said you said uh, could have used the mental break himself. Yeah, uh, it could have improved his play. You know, maybe he should have taken a a page from Simone Biles' book of knowing when to take a break and knowing his limits. Um, after his frustration for the Olympics, maybe he should have just taken a little bit of a break, and uh, uh, maybe he, like other stars, should have sat out this U.S. Open. Well, I mean, he was trying to go for the ultimate Grand Slam, apparently, which has only been done, hasn't been done since 1969 from some other dude. I had his name down, and I don't know what happened to it, but he did it twice. Which, if this is like a rare thing, like, it's pretty miraculous. So he was trying to do something that, you know, you, you don't see all the time. But, yeah, I mean, I, I am kind of shocked he lost. But, hey, like I said, new faces, new stars, new champions. All I got was I mean, a yes. <laughs> might be just another case of, you know, Don. All right. That's all you need then. Yep. That's all you need. Is there anything you can you explain a little bit more about tennis? Is there anything exciting that, like, about tennis? Like, why did you get into tennis? It's a sport that is very reactive, but incredibly technical. And it combines a lot of you know, really great things about sports and working out and athleticism itself. You got to be quick on your toes. You got to be able to repeat a very technical skill, you know, as in serving, returning. Um, and it's a mental game as well. You know, ball placement, uh, knowing your opponent, learning. It's like if you're a boxing fan or if you're a fighting fan or if you're a fan of slowly developing things over time um yeah you you know it's a very mental game if you're a fan of chess even uh you know that tennis is you're trying to learn predict and master the counters to your opponent's style yeah i mean 
tennis itself is a very difficult game too because as it is so head heavy if you have any little bit of doubt in your mind it'll really affect your game and throw you off yeah but but i won't explain the game of tennis to you maybe next week how about that maybe that would be a full topic i explain tennis to you you explain how runners are scored in a worldwide scale um in races how about that bruh it's easy <laughs> is it really you get first place and you go on to the next one kind of yeah <laughs> God. okay well yeah if you're into tennis or if you're not into tennis i suggest just picking up a racket going to your local community center um and checking it out because um it's just a fun sport to play with friends um it's very satisfying when you're able to hit that ball in that center of the racket and get it to fly across and land inbound. Um, and then getting a good rally, it's just fun. It's nice to have a little bit of chemistry with your playing partner. Um, get out there when it's a little cooler in these fall months in the U.S. Um, yeah, tennis is pretty cool. Tennis Talk with Danny Tan. Is there, is there a ghost behind you? <laughs> we have a couple. Hello? You cut off for a second. Um, I have a little bit of a connect issue still, but... Yeah, this, the end of this podcast is played with a little bit of technical issues, but we've got a few topics in the rundown. All put in here by Robert Rio, so I'll let him explain them. Um, but the first topic, I'll bat it off to him. USC head coach is fired after only two games. Yeah. Um, Clay Holton, a couple years at USC. He got he was given the boot. Uh, after their loss to Stanford, they said, all right, you know what? You're gone. You're done. I mean, I'm not surprised. So they- it's it's such a Wait, USC thing to do. Robin? What's his which is what's his coach's name again? Clay Helton. Clay Helton received Spartacus kick from USC. <laughs> Fired after two games. That's the headline. Yeah, there you go. I mean, he was there for a couple of seasons. He won the Rose Bowl against Penn State when he had Sam Darnold at the QB position. Oh man, can we go back to that time? But after that, they just kind of fell off. I think at least it was 2018 where they went like five and seven, five and nine, you know, being not bowl eligible for a really long time. And yeah, they, I, I mean, I'm saying it's such a USC thing because they, they fired their coach on the tarmac at the airport one time. So this is not my first rodeo seeing this USC team fire their head coach unceremoniously but I mean it's odd because usually you fire the head coach at the end of the season but I guess they want to start now Uh, they have a new athletic director Mike Bone I believe he's from Cincinnati Uh, he's probably like the first guy out of the USC house to be leading um, sports at at, at USC so let's see what direction he takes this, this team to Right now, they're just going to have an interim head coach. 
but I highly doubt he's going to get the job. Um, some names I've been hearing, and I know I mentioned his name earlier, Urban Meyer. People are saying he's not going to be able to cut it in the NFL. But he himself has already said, nope, it's not me. Um, another good name that could be out there, uh, I think his name is Eric Bieniemy. He's the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. He also said, nope, that I don't want it. Because he wants to focus, he wants to know, he wants to focus, at, you know, he wants to focus with the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs, they, they're, they're going to win the Super Bowl most likely. So, wherever this USC team ends up doing or going, uh, hopefully it turns out well for them. It's just very odd that they're going to, that they're doing this now. Like, Danny, wh- why would you think a team would hire or fire their coach and hire a new guy in the middle of the season. Can you explain that real quick? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, USC must be in a whole heap of trouble. Are you able to hear me? Are we having technical difficulties? I think we're getting a little technical difficulty. But you said uh, you had no idea. You have you have no idea. USC must be in a heap of trouble. I mean, there could be some things behind the scenes. You know, head coach. There could be some politics um, that we don't know about uh, with the college administration. Uh, I could only imagine that it has to be big enough so that you fire a dude for. Almost no reason. Uh, so, well, I man, I can tell you the reason they haven't been good in the past two to three years. The only reason why I feel like SC was good last year, which is that they were just getting a little bit of luck and the COVID schedule. Like they played, they played well enough to just skim by the conference, but there is no way they were ever going to beat a really good team if they if they were on the schedule. So for them to get destroyed by Stanford, like that was probably the last straw. And yeah, I guess they're gonna go on the hunt now, I guess, and hopefully they find somebody. I mean, I was hoping maybe it was gonna be Eric Bienemy because he's a local guy, yeah. he's from LA. I mean, to me, typically you give a head coach like two to three years. Well, he's had those two to three years and he fell off towards the end, so yeah. I guess he, he didn't step up and perform when it was his time. So he got the boot, the Spartacus kick. No, they, they they had the AD before. He could have fired him, but he decided to keep him. And now they're in this hole. So hopefully USC can figure. But yeah, um, that was some coaching news on the college side. What else do we got here? A little college football update. Oregon. Oregon, the Ducks, defeated Ohio State unceremoniously, which, yes, I know I'm saying that, that name again because it was very unceremoniously. Do you want to know why, Danny? Tell me why, good friend. Because I told Daniel Tom on the podium show there is no way Oregon was going to beat Ohio State. And you want to know what happened? It happened. 
Yeah, it happened. into the world. 35 to 28 was the final score. The Oregon Ducks defeat Ohio State away at Ohio State. How is this possible? I don't understand. But hey, that's college football for you. Sometimes stats and predictions do not help because it's college football and things can go upside down very, very quickly. Um, another good game that was in the books, uh, Iowa beat Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State was looking to beat I- regular Iowa for the first time in a while because they haven't seen their rivalry trophy. But mm, Iowa said, eh, not today. The Iowa defeated Iowa State at a score of 27-17, to 17, which I thought Iowa I say I, I believe I said Iowa State was going to be good. I still stand by that. But I guess Iowa just always still has their number. And another game that I have to point out really quick came from BYU beating Utah, which is not an easy team to play at times. BYU, the Cougars, defeated Utah 26-17. I bring up BYU because that's one of the teams I predicted to be to play well this season. So I'm glad that they were to get, get this win over Utah. Because hey, Utah's a tough team to play, considering they play in the Pac-12, who just beat up on each other. So, so good on them. And I just want to—I I put and that's—I'm just—that's why I'm leaving it for college football on our update for now. If you—if you, if you want to go look up, if you want to see Alabama playing Mercer, go be my guest. But yeah, there was a lot of good games, considering that Oregon Ohio State game just is just bonkers. I still don't believe it. But yeah, um, another thing here we got in the rundown. Danny, have you ever been? Have you? Did you ever do the ice bucket challenge? No, I did not. But I remember it well. Well, the Washington football team in DC had a, a slight plumbing issue in the cheap seats, and uh, <laughs> a pipe burst, and like a crowd of people. <laughs> looking on the socials that everyone was like alright where is this water coming from it's coming from like the roof but like what's in the roof so all those people luckily they got out of the way and they were given box and VIP seats because the pipe burst and I was looking in the socials and I, put, I bring this up just really quick because what do you think it was drain water or poo water I think it was a, sounds like a drain issue. If it was on the roof, they might've had like a watershed or something up there. Cause someone did point out that it hasn't rained in over there at that stadium in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, as a stadium, they might have, you know, like on top of apartment buildings or high rises, they have those watersheds and stuff just to, it makes it easier to hold water and then have it just distribute down rather than pumping it up from like the city and whatnot. So it might've been one of those. I think it was poo water, daddy. Okay. But if it was, why would they have it all the way up there? Aren't the restrooms normally lower down anyway? I I don't know. Unless there was a, I think there might've been another, another upper deck. Cause yeah, it was like, those seats were pretty high up, but I don't know. It was just like, that's so random. Because, yeah, someone did point out it hasn't rained there in a while. So, 
what else is it going to be? You're telling me water is going to stay up there? And it wasn't like a little bit of water. It was a lot. Like, it was gushing down, dude. Yeah, so, I think it's like it's like those mini water towers they have on, like. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think it's... It, I, I think it was pool water, man. I don't. I don't appreciate pool water. I don't think so. But so watch out for bursting pipes at your local stadium, even if it's an indoor stadium. Yeah. And the they last be, thing, everybody gives those wait. people season passes. If it's hello, hello, we got Mister Roboto back. Would you say season passes? Hello, hello. Sorry, everybody. I guess we're Daniel's having some connection issues today. Sir, can you hear me? Sir. All right. Well, I guess we're doing the show on our own. So the last thing I would just like to point out: uh, this past week, the San Francisco Giants got their 90th win, first team to get the 90 wins this season. And clinched a playoff berth with about 17 or 16 games to go in the season. Didn't clinch to the NL division. That's still up for grabs. Because right behind them, and I believe they also got their 90s win, are the LA Dodgers, who are also red hot. So Dodgers and Giants currently, to my knowledge, the only teams of this recording to clinch a playoff spot. These are, like I said in the past podcast show, these are the best two teams in the league. Unfortunately, one of these teams is going to have to play in the wild card, which sounds kind of weird. But hey, I I think the Dodgers, even if they have to play in the wild card game, they're going to do well. The Giants, I'm not sure. Um, They're like a frigate team, literally. A a sleeping giant. Because I think no one really... Although they are the best team, no one's really paying attention to them. You still have the Astros, and you still have Tampa Bay. So, how are they going to do? How are they going to do in the playoffs? Because as someone that's followed the Dodgers for a really, really long time, you know it's it's heartbreak. It's very heartbreaking to see your team get into the playoffs and just choke. But then again, the Giants, I believe, did win a World Series a couple years ago, and they had been through a playoff drought so we just have to wait and see how this pans out and just to let you guys know we may or we there should be a podium show coming out before the mlb playoffs. so please look out for that and uh yeah i think that's everything i have for the rundown danny are, are you still with us or am i going solo i should still be here if you can hear me now sir hello how are you i was asking you a question earlier yeah, uh, it seems I disconnected from the call. Bruh, um, I know you were still here on my end. Yeah, I mean, I'm back. But thank you all for listening to the Rambling Runoff. If you're listening on YouTube, please hit subscribe and the bell notification to let us to get the notification when we upload a new video, which are normally is at 6.30 every Friday. Uh, we might be uploading podium shows intermittently from then. So please hit the notification bell. And if you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. Share it to your friends. If you're on Anchor, share it to your friends. Yes. And if you want to find us on Twitter, follow us at off at off rambling. 
and on Instagram, look us up at Rambling Runoff. All one word. Yes, thank you. We have a new logo. Um, That's what we got to say <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah, we got a new logo on YouTube. We'll have a new background. Let us know what you think. Um, we're having some updates, so if it looks a little bit low quality, hopefully by the time that this goes up, everything's sorted out. We're going um, through the motions. Yeah. If you have any suggestions on any improvements, please drop in the comments, give us a DM, let us know. But other than that, if you have anything else, Robert, I think that's this week's show. Yeah, I would just like to say if you if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Robert R R Y. Uh, where can, where, they, where can they find you, Danny? You can find me on Twitter at Danny Tangent. I'm not very active, so if you follow me, expect very little radio noise. We're gonna make Danny active on Twitter. We're gonna force someone to bully him. And we lost Danny again. So once again, thank you for listening to the Rambling Runoff Sports Podcast. I'm Robert Rios, and for... And I'm Danny Tan. I guess he's just being a jerk. He was being quiet. And yeah, that was Danny Tan. Uh, See you guys next week. Bye. Peace.